Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. Somebody, somebody attacked the call. Unless you hear that sound, it's not recorded. Recorded live. Well, there we go now. Yeah. We'll now, see if they... These Keep people it up, are like cowards. They're not going to do it. Usually every time I find something and I want to go record it, all of a sudden they stop doing it. Yeah, I know what you're saying. At least it'll stop them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but So, Antonio, did you try to do any of the things we talked about? You know what? I've been dealing with T-Mobile. I even called up the FCC. I ripped into them. I'm like, you know, I basically told them, like, with my phone is my fifth HTCMA, as I was just saying before. I went out to T-Mobile. It was brand new. The guy basically put the SIM card in, turned it on. Everything was working fine. I'm walking out the door of T-Mobile. All of a sudden, my phone starts heating up. Signal goes dead. They kept doing it for like 12 hours. The next day, I called up uh, T-Mobile. The guy's like, oh, we're going to do a trace on your phone. I thought they are doing all these traces on the phone. So I'm like, great. You know, they'll probably track these guys down and... It'll save me a lot of trouble. These are the people that are targeting me. Meanwhile, the only thing they're doing is just checking the towers by me to see if the signal's up and running. And I'm like, you, 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 you want to know something? They're not going to help you. Yeah. We, we got to do our own work. Let's I, face it. I, I called up the FCC and I ripped into them because that's the fourth time I called them up between my phone and the beginning. I told them about the target and all that. Now with the phone, I was just ripping it to them. I'm like, they basically just want me to put a complaint against T-Mobile. And I'm like, it's not T-Mobile's fault. Somebody's picking off the call. It's basically it's a, a denial of service. This is a federal offense. Oh, well, if it's not a jam or jamming 10 cell phones or more, we can't do anything about it. I'm like, so you're telling me I could basically be a hacker, hack into... <laughs> and hack nine people? I hack into cell phones, hack into everything... And I get free reign, and I can do anything I want. You know, the, you screw with them, they'd be, at, they'd be cutting your throat. Oh, yeah, well, but you know what? I gave it to them, and I'm like, listen, uh, you know, you're, you're almost telling me that I, I should buy a jammer and start jamming people's phones, and, you know, I'll basically get away with it. Or don't, don't say that. Yeah. But you know, they, they, they try to set us up. That That's illegal. Yeah. And, and, you know, you can't do that. You know, unless you're able to do that in such a small vicinity that it doesn't affect anybody else. And well, I, I mean, I told them you gotta, you got to be politically correct. Yeah. I guess, well, I I guess told that's why I said everyone's... That me, but this is what's happening to me. They hacked into my Wi-Fi. They hacked into the cell phone towers. They hacked... You know, these people are hacking into everything. The, you know, the satellites. I'm like, nothing's protected. Nothing's encrypted. Yeah. I'm like, you guys are supposed to be regulating all this. Well, when they show up with military weapons like Medusa... And nail you and put you in the hospital, and then they put you in uh, psychological evaluation, and they torture you. Yeah, you, you know it sucks. No, I, listen. I, in the beginning, when they first started nailing me, I went through all that. You know, they 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 had me running scared. Now it is. Now it is a, I never ran scared. It, yeah. It's just if you don't get scared, they go further and further. Yeah, but then, you know. 
They were hitting me real hard. I mean, they've been hitting me for over a decade now. I think this goes back to high school, like I was saying. Antonio, when they had me in the hospital, right? Yeah. They've been attacking me for a few years with V2K, right? They moved into my house. They had then moved across the street when I evicted them. Now they played uh, my daughter being tortured with voice cloning. And I heard her crying to me. While she's being tortured, and you can't imagine this shit. Wow. Uh, don't don't ever think that uh, they can't do far worse. Uh, no, listen. You know, I mean, it took me five years before I could even talk about it. Imagine, you know, you know, remember that John McNeil Ramsey Ramsey? They yeah. accused them of torturing, killing their daughter, or whatever. Yeah. They can do this to you with this shit. And, you know. And uh, so just you know, you gotta be smart. Don't talk to them. Do our work. Let's see what we can figure out. And uh, because honestly, they can be real brutal. Yeah. No, I know. I know. You know, five years till I could talk about it, and then I did it online while I was crying and typing it. You know. Yeah. It was uh, it's hard to live with your daughter being tortured, and them telling you to kill yourself to save her. And you're being tortured in a hospital, and you're looking out your room, and the guy's drooling into the phone, and you know, don't want you don't want to be there. Yeah, these people are sick. They are very sick. So what I'm telling telling you though, don't give them give them an opportunity. Don't go to the FCC. These they're all in on it. Yeah. If we do anything, we do it in groups. But yeah, that's that's what it seems like. I yeah, that's what we've done. We went to the bioethics in groups. When we go in groups, it's hard to arrest a number. Of, it's hard to prove a group mental illness. <laughs> you know what I mean? So honestly, everyone got to understand this. You you don't do anything alone. Yeah. You do I it in groups. I was thinking that you might try another way to get a phone uh, through. Um Another, there's one company, uh, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, it's uh, um, by that guy who has the airlines, the, the British guy. Virgin Air, uh, Vir- what is it? Um, Virgin Air. Is Airways. that Magic Jack? No, it's it's Virgin Airlines. It's it's his um, mobile. Yeah, I forgot company. the name of his. Uh, I actually I wanted to go with them next, but I with T-Mobile for three and a half years. Basically, I had service for about a year. I went through five cell phones. I figured that they would do something about it. I, I, yesterday, actually, I was going to the news. I went to Channel 4. They were right across the street. Left a note there. It was actually it was two days ago. They were supposed to call back. I called up Channel 7 today because I have two videos of this. I have the tri-field meter next to my phone, and I had the phone tap, and I'm going over the phone, and I'm picking these pulses coming into the phone. But now I, I thought it was IMSI Catcher uh, Stingray. But now it seems like they're doing like a uh, denial of service type deal and they're throwing in another pulse into the phone. But still, it's good evidence because you see the tri-field meter pinning out and I'm picking up this pulse, basically this phone tap I hook up to an audio speaker and you hear this pulse coming through. Right. And I have, I have two videos of that occurring. You know, I don't know that's evidence, but I've been looking up signal generators that have pulse and modulation. Can you tell me anything about that? Um, 
I mean, I, I know the, I know the basics. Like for a signal generator, is almost like um, it's almost like the extent to like a strobe light circuit. Almost you use. No, a lot, a lot of times they use the five 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 chip, and you know. Yeah, the five 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 time. You know, yeah. we we've been messing with that, but when Trower talks about, it, he talks about pulse and modulation, and he says they're virtually the same. I've read recently where pulse actually the power drops to zero. And modulation, it never does. And they talk about using pulse modulation with frequencies to affect the body, the mind, etc. Yeah. You, you know, nothing you can help me with on that, huh? With uh, with square waves on pulse signals, that causes vibrations. Like that's used for, um, say, like the ultrasonic cleaners that they clean metals with and stuff like that. Yep. The square waves for that. I know, like I know a little bit about it. I'm not, I'm not too sure. I mean, I, I don't know, you know, the full extent, like what you were talking about. Yeah, pulse. no, I don't know the, I don't know any of the extent, but I'm looking at military pulse generator. I mean, why would someone get a pulse generator? You know, other than us trying to make the Schumann residence. Yeah. Why get just a pulse generator? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what they use for ultrasound. Unless it's a weapon. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Peter. Yeah. I made a mistake. Um, As I looked down, um, because that was a pretty long article and everything, the person that's challenging what you said was not the author of the um, column or the thing. It was somebody that um, wrote a comment. John Allman. Exactly. You got it. You were absolutely right. John Allman. It's a Allman. disinformation agent from from England who runs a, a TI group. And a girl contacted me from the U.S. who had met some millionaires, and they let her, them, her and her daughter live with them. They felt they were being drugged and raped. And this, these millionaires gave John Allman 40 grand. All right, and there's a a woman, Miss Chicken, on the international, not the international call, but uh, victims of you, and she met, she had a baby with John Orman. So I hate to make things worse, you know, for them. But uh, mm-hmm. he even contacted me. What do you think of Jesse Beltran's this and that? And me and Jesse don't hit it off, and I don't agree with him, but I'm not going to help this guy. You know what I mean? Well, he ended it with, apart from this minor inaccuracy, I thought Peter's comment was on the ball, well said, Peter. So at least he ends it without attacking you. (laughs) You know something? He don't know about Matusa. He don't know anything about Matusa. Why every comment I wrote, he responds to. No matter where it is. The bioethics, Mm -hmm. I guess that was USA Today. All right, so... Psychology today is this Yeah, one. so, I mean, he tried to put it down and then say, that away, Peter. <laughs> Fuck him. He's, you know... I understand, He's yep. a disinformation agent. You know, I know what I'm talking about, and any anyone who comes in and tries to debate it, they don't know what they're talking about. They're, they're, they're doing a job. I know we got 40,000... 40, I know where he got it. I know how he got it. You know, the guy's not legit. Right. You know, we try to get the Europe, the English 
uh, TIs together, and he was an impediment. You know, to be honest, just like Timothy White. Okay, so, see, I've thought about going to this, um, I shouldn't probably say it on the call. I've considered uh, going to people that I knew in the past that had lots of money, a lot, a lot, a lot of money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, But uh, throughout this, I've heard people say that those people will screw you over really badly. So you think that's true? That they're no, a part of it no, and they wouldn't be billionaires? no. no. People have helped get us get us places. Uh, there's things I can't say in front of everybody. What do I? You know, I know way more than most people know. Uh, yeah, I'm just wondering, should I open? I, I can tell. Like I can tell you this. I can tell you this. Other people have gotten help from people with money, and other people have come in and stole it by putting them down. Uh, whatever you do, I would keep it secret. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, we, Magnus has a European group. I had explained to him how dirty it is. Uh. Well, these people, you know, don't have anything to do with the TI community or anything like that. It's just somebody from the past that's a billionaire. And I'm like, well, if they're a part of it, then it could make it worse on me. Well, you know... That's anything you do, you do as a group. You have your own group, I hope. You know, I mean, right, no. let me, let me no, put it this way. No, they keep us very separated. You're, you're, you're in Texas? Yep, I'm in All the Gospel right. Earth area, and it seems impossible to find TIs that can I, 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 got a, I got a bunch of names. Oh, good. Uh, my, 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 my emails, let me give you my phone number. Okay, I'm outside right now, so give it to me um, when I go back in. I'm having outside having a conference right, right now. All right, all right. In other words, I was dealing with a microwave engineer who was doing a lot of stuff. He looked at the Q wave and found out it wasn't a scalar wave. It was a longitudinal wave, one component of a scalar wave. You need two scalar waves to make a, two longitudinal waves to make a scalar wave. He tried to make another coil and make the scalar wave defend him, you know, like it's mm -hmm. supposed to, and it was too weak. So he made his own device. And it, it blocked everything for three days, and then they came in with what they call, uh, what do they call it, electrical warfare. And they blew out everything in his house, toaster, everything, and, including him. And he said he was totaled, and everything in his house was burnt out. Uh, I've read about, you know, electrical warfare. And there's three stages. One is disabled, one is minor damage, one is totally. They totaled him. I haven't been able to talk to him since. All right? Uh, but mm -hmm. apparently scale away has worked, but they are much better at it. Uh, so he told me to get in touch with the rest of the group. Now, Chrissy Stull is with Derek. You know that, right? We'll talk about that later. All right. We'll talk about that later. Uh, there's, there's a number of other people that I have on a list somewhere of people who called me for the, for the scanning. And he told me, get in touch with one of them, and I can't I can't deal with it anymore. I'm totaled. And I still can't get him in touch with 
get him to talk to me. But yet I talked to Derek, and Derek said, oh, I talked to him two weeks ago. So I don't know what's up. But he's, uh, um, you know, he works on microwave. I think he's an electrical engineer. He would be one of our best people, and now I can't talk to him. He's in this area? That's the thing. I went for electrical engineering, but they were hitting me throughout college, and it's like I wish I remembered half the stuff. I don't even remember what I did yesterday. I don't even remember today was freaking Wednesday. That's how involved I was, like in you know, with, with my phone, and they got me totally uh, sidetracked. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, th- this guy, this guy worked on microwave. But you're saying he's in the Dallas area? Uh, you know, I gotta admit, Texas is big. It and is mo- big. Mo- mo- <laughs> most most of your cities are kind of in a line. You know, there's, there's Dallas. There's uh, you, you could name them better than me. They're in a row, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, I mean, anyone that's in Houston or Austin or San Antonio, that is way too far away. But somebody that's like in Dallas, Arlington, Fort Worth, and there's, you know, like 30 different suburbs around here that they call the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex. You know, I that, mean, keep, that's keep in mind, to hook up with. right now what's too far away from you might not be for somebody else. And if you talk to one of these people with a billion dollars, then maybe it's not an issue. You know what I mean? That's the thing. So, uh, person. yeah, I mean, you know, here's, here's my thought on it. I look at it as if we are so outgunned, it's unbelievable. Huh. And no what doubt. they can what they can do is far more than what they've done to me, which has been so brutal. And And so what I think is I'm trying to help. I survive it. I mean, can you agree? You know, you can agree with that, right? Absolutely. And they're targeting us differently. They target me financially, medically, um, you know, socially, and all these other things, but I'm not getting the kinds of attacks that you guys are getting, but yet they're not messing with your finances and stuff like that. So we're right, targeted right. a different way. Right. I give V2K. I wake up as Yeah, I don't get V2K, V2K but I have... I have the uh, tinnitus ever since I had a flu shot about then, five then years you're, ago. You're, if you're getting tinnitus, you're getting subliminal. I mean, right. so, so what, what, I, what I'm looking at is, is a lot of people are killing themselves lately. Right. You know? And they almost had me there. They almost had me there. And, and I'm trying to make people stronger, and I'm trying to protect them. And I feel, look, I can't fight them. I really don't think I can. I'll be honest with you. You know? I'm trying to make devices to help us, and that might make us a bit stronger. But sure. I'm I'm trying to save people. Yeah. So you know I don't I you know I'm trying to make devices counter uh, the the Schumann resonance being altered in brain entrainment. Uh, you know I'm I'm looking at detecting longitudinal waves. I'm looking at a no, number of things that would help us. But obviously, they're so far beyond us. Yeah. You know, they're about to wipe out other countries. You know what I mean? Right. And that's the reality of it. It is. And well, and we might get wiped out. There might be China or Russia ahead. And, uh, 
You know, well, in my opinion, it goes higher than that because we have Chinese and Russian troops working with our troops for this whole thing with Jade Helm. I know, I know, and I, I wonder if China, Russia, and, and the U.S. all compromised, and Russia and China said you can't give that much freedom, and they're trying to take it away, you know. I hear you. I don't know where it goes. I mean, then, then there's Europeans. You know, much of the European uh, call was Europeans. They were hoping that America would save them. You know, that, you know, we're, we're the land of freedom, right? No, and obviously, no, we're not. We were. Maybe for them, though, that's the thing. If you weren't born here, you've got it made. The refugees, no. they'll yeah. enough, all of the Italian restaurants are run by Albanians now that are from Albania. And they are uh, Muslim, and they hate America. And it's yeah. like after all America has done for you, brought you here, set you up, tax-free, you know, making you millionaires, and you still hate America? Yeah. It's, it's you, you know what? I was there when it was the Lira, and uh, basically they, they loved us back then, but I almost got arrested there. It was the police pulling up. It was me and my friend. He didn't speak Italian. I did. Thank God I did, because I think I'd still be in jail. They were accusing us of uh, robbing, like, a street vendor. And all of a sudden, the street vendor was, like, working with the police. He comes up, <clears throat> dark color guy. He's pointing at us in Italian. He's saying, yeah, these guys, you know, these guys robbed me. These guys robbed me. No, well, yeah, I, you know, them, you know, I, I was 15 when the cops tried to drag me behind the building, you know, and it was unbelievable. And I was, clogs were in, I don't know if you remember them, high heels, high toes. Yeah. And they're trying to drag me behind the building, saying they want to accuse me of breaking in the cars. And, you know, I had taken karate, you know, just six months. And I used their forward momentum to yank them forward, pull them down, flip them, go out into the parking lot, talk to a woman and said, you know, an older woman coming out, will you be a witness? Oh, my heart. And one of the cops come running out, and, and the other one called them back, and I called the police. And I think that caused a big ripple that followed me till the when they started this. You know, yeah. it's uh, it's bullshit is what it is. There's good and bad cops, and it's like I even ran into one exactly, of Exactly, yeah. Down at the shore. I go to my friend's father. He's a lawyer. He's like, his son basically got screwed down there, too, that there is no law down there. And this guy threw the whole book at me, and it's like, you know, I should have got a jaywalking ticket. Meanwhile, I had to spend the night in jail and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, I hear you. Cops won me. You know, look out. You know, they're after you. Lay low. We know you're a good kid. You know what it was? Is I was very strong being young. You know, no one could beat me up. Uh, they, they tried so many people to beat me up. When I went to high school, the captain of the football team, you know, tried to, you know, hit me into a wall from behind three times. I... Finally, I so pissed off, I punched him. I broke his jaw in two places. Uh, it just went from bad to worse. They sent me to the South Miami riots. A bunch of black kids come to attack us. I tell them, I got a knife and I will fight. And they, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, and one says, look, you know, I really just wanted a cigarette. What the fuck are you white boys doing here? 
Don't you know a rioting? And uh, told me how to get out of there. I mean, then I was in college, and a college wrestler attacked me. It was like, and I wasted him. And it was, uh, you know, I look back at it. I thought I had the unlucky, you know, life of people coming to fight me. But now I look at it, no, it wasn't unlucky. It, it was subliminal. It was mind control. And people came at me, and, and I just had to keep defending myself. Yeah. Until yeah. I get to the point where, you know, they're getting broken jaws, and no one will come at me anymore. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's unbelievable. If I, uh, if I could tell you the reality of what I've been through, it's just unbelievable. Like you said, it is my control. It's the you know the people around me. They influence everybody around me. You heard my father getting on a call. Actually, Connie called up here. My father's like, he got the wrong number. He was hanging up the phone. Thank God I picked up the phone. Connie was like, "Is that your father?" I'm like, "Yeah." And I explained to you how we get that mind control is really controlling the people around us. Yeah. You got that right. Did, yeah. I don't know if I. I don't uh, think I told you that, did I? Yeah, it is. It that is. is the reality of it, though. You In know. other words, look, I, I I built a robotic machine shop, my home, which is huge, a million-dollar house, and I, I'm mentally ill? Give me a fucking break. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's just somebody, basically, it's like, you know, I feel like I got on this list by this, you know, corrupt cop down there. It might have started before that, though, because this guy said he wanted to shoot me. I was like, over a jaywalking ticket? Are you kidding me? You know, you know, just, you know what, though? My my wife was involved. My father was involved. Yeah. I mean, how how do you explain it? Are that many people actually involved? Mm. I know my, my parents, they're being influenced by this technology. You know, my father will come last week. He, you know, he came on a call a couple of times, started cursing and screaming, saying that we're all crazy. He doesn't believe your father. Your fa- you know, so my father did all the same shit as yours. Yeah. And then I, I pressed him, you know, when he had a few beers or drank. Yeah. And he cried. Yeah. And he cried. And I said, I remember one time. You know, I I hate to say I've done it, but, you know, I said, it must have really hurt when they took down, took me down. I built homes, million-dollar home, a robotic machine shop. I had 100000 in the bank, and they, they took me out. That must have really hurt you, you know? And he said, do you think you could have done anything about it? And I said, no. And he said, neither could I. Yeah. And that's probably the most real statement I ever heard. Of course, you know, when I leave his house, when I left his house last time I was there, I heard a helicopter coming in. You know, and it, it's one road down this peninsula into the middle of Narragansett Bay, you know, which is out in the middle of the bay. And... I kept looking and I couldn't see a helicopter and I talked to him. And then when I left, I, you know, you got to go around, go around these things up on ramps, get up on the highway, which is higher than the land along the water. Now you can see bridges and islands and, and there's a helicopter buzzing above his house. And I thought, 
Well, I hope they're not fucking with that. You know? Okay, Peter, I got a pin now. What's your number? Uh, phone number uh, 401 uh, 433 I'll give you number. 433 1467. 401 433 
And every once in a while, she would say something out of character, like when his uh, dad got on the line and that kind of thing. It's like, well, that's out of character for who this woman has always been. And she would say something that was off. And I would kind of, now I look back, and it was grounding her. I didn't realize what was happening. But I put my hand on on each side, like the outside of her arms, and sit her down. And I'd be like, mother. And then I would explain the reality of a situation because she had somehow, through the technology or something, gone into this um, delusion of thinking anger or thinking uh, rage or something that didn't add up to who she was. But when I would talk to her, the look on her face would change. And it's like she would snap out of it. And she would be like, oh, my gosh, Nancy, you ought to be an attorney. I, I really... Um, you know, see things completely differently now. And I said, no, Mother, all I did was tell you the truth. So that's the thing. These thoughts that they're sending everybody are based on lies. And if you can just counteract it with the truth firmly but with love, sometimes they can snap out of it. Yeah, that's the thing. They're being influenced just like we are, not as strong. Absolutely. Absolutely. I see what Pete's saying because my father, you know, I see him like crying inside. He thinks his son is nuts, you know, you know that I lost it and all that, and he doesn't know what to think. And I'm showing like, you know, I showed him the video clip of my phone being hacked into, and he actually took a look at it, and he always used to say, ah, you know, why is it just you? You know, I'm like, I don't know why is it just me, you know, but I have this proof right here that this is happening, and. uh I don't know if that kind of got him. I mean, there were certain things, like he saw I had the radar detector in my room. I had a battery hooked up to it, and the thing was lighting up like a Christmas tree. He's like, why is that going off? I'm like, well, because I'm getting hit with something. They're setting it off. Yeah. He just got, and we uh, might use you, the term you know, that we have 4,000 people. That really, it's not like just I have this little group. Say there's 4,000 members. Well, that, you know, uh, I, don't, I don't know if we have four. Numbers get uh, Jesse Beltran has twenty five thousand, so you know he 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 he's a liar from day one. But uh, you you know my, when my father cried, you know I remember him also saying, "And don't tell me what to do. You're not that smart, and your kids aren't that smart either." And then later on, I'm I'm being told my kids have genius IQs, and uh. I even had a company let me go. I figured out their robotics machines and interface it with a computer. And and uh, they had spent a couple of years on it and couldn't get it going. And, and they said, you know, we, we we think you're really bright, Peter, but we don't think you're a genius. And, uh, you know, we, we know, we'll, you know, we, we see what you've done and we're going to get it going now. And, they called me in six months to ask me for them to buy their machine, and uh, you know, they were off. You know, then later on, my son was was leaving school, quitting school. They're telling me he has a genius IQ, and they told me I did. Uh, they're going after people with genius IQs. That's what I think. I honestly don't think I have a genius IQ, but I think outside the box. And that's yeah. what they don't like. Oh, well, you know something? The tests don't prove everything. What's yeah. your name, hon? It's Nancy. 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 Nancy, you may well be a genius in in your own right. Who, you know, I think that 
I think the IQ tests and the achievement tests and all these things are to help corporations make money. You know what I mean? Yeah, I never had an IQ test. I just know that, like, that one psychiatrist had put on, on my chart that uh, my IQ was highly above normal and I well, was incompetent to stand trial. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll bet you that he was saying the truth, that you're very bright. But I'm not incompetent. I beat them in court every time because I tell the truth. They cannot catch me in a lie because I won't lie. And so, you know, they, they make things up. And when you know, I get on that witness stand, the truth comes out, and then everyone's laughing at my accusers. So then what they do is they trump up charges, throw me in the mental ward, and try to bully me into changing my plea to guilty to taking a plea bargain. And I was like, I am not about to do that. And so they tried all these different tactics to do it because they didn't want to see me back on that witness stand. You know something, the truth sweetheart? always comes out. I, I, I love you. You're, you're, you're who I want to look for. It, it's the uh, same thing with me. I beat them. Mm-hmm. You know, because and I beat them because I'm telling the truth. And right. I think they're using this technology. And when we come and we speak the truth and they read the truth, what are they going to do? Yeah. This yep. person is telling the absolute truth. They're telling you the truth. You're reading the truth. You you can't ignore it. Right. My but they just up the ante, Peter. That's the problem is that I can't tell you how many times they've tried to set me up. And if I get my day in court, then it always, people are laughing at my accusers and they have egg on their face. And so then they get more desperate, like, we're going to get her in this and we're going to get her in that. And then they get their own people in to bear false witness and do these crazy files about how dangerous I am. And, you know, it's like then if I ever get a chance to meet an honest person, um, it, it's just a testimony against them. Well, you and know, so, what? police came here, right? I'm mm-hmm. getting divorced. They told me, look, uh, you know, if any, you know, we're worried about you. You're a big guy, you know. And they said, uh, if anyone punches you in the face, you, we want you to walk away. And if you don't, we're going to arrest you and charge you, because you're too big, you're too strong. No one, you shouldn't be attacking anybody, no matter what happens. So if you get punched in the face, walk away. Uh, this is what they're trying to tell me. Well, the funny thing is, is that I'm only five foot two, and you know, for them to portray me as some real dangerous person and everything is just hilarious. Like when, 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 I was when I was 150 pounds, I had a problem with the, the football coach in junior high. He wouldn't let me play until the final championship game, right? And then when I went to high school, the cap, cap, one of the captains of the football team, hit, you know, we had gym with them, and he hit me from behind, hit me into a wall three times attacking me. Third time, I look up, and he's standing above me with his arms folded. I punched him in the face. He broke his jaw in two places. You know You know I, what? Now that you say that, it reminds maybe what they're going on is when they set me up one time. There was this girl, and I used to date her brother, so maybe it was like a revenge thing for me breaking up with him, um, but she acted like she was my friend, and she took me down to, uh, in downtown Dallas, there's an area called Deep Ellum. 
and there's like a rock and roll place, and I like to go in there hearing live bands. And then she said, well, I want to go to this loser-friendly bar. And I'm like, no. And she's like, you know, because her, her group of people were not exactly the kind of people I wanted to hang out with. But out of, you know, being with her and all that, and she drove, then I decided, you know, okay, fine. She talked me into it. And it was off the beaten track, and it was this little hole-in-the-wall place. And make a long story short, I was drugged by the bartender. And oh, wow. a man, yeah, the whole thing was a setup because they were going to gang rape me. And um, I beat the shit out of the man. And she would, he, he like, um, he jumped on top of me and everything. And she, she was saying, well, this guy seemed like he was more your type. And, um, and anyway, I don't know if she was in on it or not. I just know that the bartender and the look in his eye and when he gave me that drink and then it's like uh, I fell backwards and I, I don't remember a lot of what happened. But I do remember, um, uh, you know, swinging a right hook at him, and he had, I may have broken his nose, but his nose was bleeding, and he ran out crying, you bitch, you bitch, you bitch. And so people were afraid of me. But as you're saying that, it's like, so maybe that's what they have in my record, that they shouldn't have been trying to drug and rape me, you know, for goodness sakes. Of course I'm going to defend myself. It was the guy from the Hells Angels who told me what actually happened. I only found out a few years ago. You know, but all I know is this guy hit me from behind, hit me from behind, hit me from behind. I was so pissed. I remember when I tagged him, I never hit anyone harder. You know, I was so pissed. And, you know, and he flew, and and then he landed, you know, and he started swinging at the air. He was unconscious swinging at nothing. And then the the gym teacher grabbed my arms, and he came at me, and I had taken karate a little bit, and I thought I could snap kick him in the head, and I thought, no, don't, you know, and if I had, they would have blamed me for, you know, I constantly hear that I'm a black belt, and I'm not, you know, and uh, they would they would have blamed me for that, so... You know, but this is crazy. What I tell everyone is, we don't belong in this. They pick people to train the people to do this. And this is to go after whistleblowers and everything else. In other words, we're good people. They're trying to train people to go after good people. People who speak about what's wrong in society, what our rights are, and they're training people to go after them with covert methods that destroy their life, and are invisible. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you guys can agree with that, but that's the way I see it. I almost feel like I'm in trading places with Eddie Murphy and, and that movie. Yeah. almost seems like, you know, I was, I was a good person. You know, I, all my friends, they love me. All of a sudden, it's like I try and explain to them. They're basically, they're hitting them with the technology to make it look like I'm nuts talking about this stuff. And it's like, you know, I lost some of my friends. One of my mm-hmm. friends came to the meeting. He's you know, you, you and I will get together, Antonio. We're close. We're you. We're close enough to get together. Right. I'm like right on a New Jersey, uh, upstate New York border. Where, where would we meet best? I'm basically exit two off the Palisades Parkway. I don't know. No, I I hear you, but I, I'm I'm in Rhode Island near Boston. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I I drive through New York. I go over George Washington Bridge. I uh, I, I meet you halfway in like Connecticut or something like that. That's know? what I'm saying. 
In other yeah. words, I think you and I can do some unbelievable shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, I think you, so too. You have a degree and I, I have a mind, you know? Yeah. I'm I'm very yeah. handy with building all these little circuits too and that's a thing. Like actually I was just playing around with a, a craftsman metal detector hooked to a uh a VHF antenna, the circular antennas. Yep. Seems to and, be and you know I know that a metal detector is two oscillating circuits. Yep. So you know I'm I'm learning. Yeah. Right? That's right. That's right. And, and they have. I think there's one that. Yeah. If you buy a, a sophisticated one, but this this one came free with a tool. I actually in high school. That's what I did. In '86, I built the first handheld metal detector. Entered it in a New Jersey competition. I got a free meal at TGI Fridays and a ribbon. Next year, Radio Shack selling handheld stud finder. Basically, what I invent. Like it used to be a big box with a wand. And you used to have to carry that around. And I shrunk it down into a tape with a little handle and a buzzer and put it in a competition. So I could have actually made a lot of money off of that, and I never did. No, I think they sold a ton of patents off me. My customers wanted to patent my ideas. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean? You're, you want to patent my fucking ideas? You know. That's, that's an idea. No, uh, no. You hired me to make a mold. I made it. My idea, yeah, you know, but you know, I think you and I, you know, when we talked about the the uh, this research group, we're all so far away. You and I are close enough. Uh, how far for you to get uh, over the Washington Bridge? I'm basically I'm like a half hour north of the Washington Bridge. Is so it I'm better like for almost... you to go? Is it better for you to go over that bridge? Or the Tappan Zee? I'm almost like smack in the middle. It might take me like 10 more minutes north to get to uh, the Tappan Zee Bridge. Yeah, but that's easy. Yeah. And now, yeah. now, all right, so 10 minutes. How long do you get to the Tappan Zee Bridge? Uh, about 40 minutes and about 30 minutes to the All right, so I'm about two hours or okay. two hours and 30 minutes, somewhere in there. All right, so now we're... Three hours. In other words, it's an hour and a half for each of us to meet somewhere. Yeah. And I think it's north in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, you mean you got to figure it out, and uh, you know, the, you know the ideas I've gotten. They're pretty cool. Oh, uh, you got listen. You got a good brain there too. I was actually I was just speaking to John today in Pennsylvania. It's like us three on the on the East Coast. We should we should get together and. Combine our brains here because we all got good ideas. And uh, yeah, yeah, is this John? John play. with the tech call? Um, yeah, he does the um the shielding on Friday. Yeah, you know, be honest, we had the Mid Atlantic call. Uh, when I wanted to get involved because I was going to get a uh, uh, I don't know, a projector, and bring in uh, I ended up bringing in Derek from the West Coast and. And Dr. Henning Vitter on scale of waves from Sweden, and and John was all all pissy about it. You know what yeah. I mean? In in the end, though, I forgot one of my I forget what I forgot electronic on my car, and John went out and got it. So you know, I'm all right with working with John, but I think he's way behind. Yeah, he he seems like I don't know. It's the it's definitely the technology that influences him. Like we're all in the same boat. There's happiness. We are. 
We and are, and we got to learn from each other. And I wouldn't doubt something to learn from him. Uh, they were talking about cutting tires and and stuff, and you know that would work with sound and. Uh, yeah, like the steel belted tires. You have the metal inside, and it's uh, you know it's it's wrapped in rubber. I mean, yeah. I I know he's with Mary, yeah. you know, staying with Mary right now. So, and and Mary wanted him to come on a call, and I I wished he had. Kate, I guess Kate didn't think so because. He wasn't part of our group, but uh, no, I'd, I'd like to work with John. And you know, since he's worked so long, like Neil said one time, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Tim White wanted to take over his call, and uh, Neil said no way. And he said the guys had like six hundred and something calls. Yeah, yeah. You know, no way you dishonor him. That's... You know, after all the work he's done, and I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. You know, we all got to stick together. I mean, even Tom in New Jersey, he does a New Jersey group. He's good with computers and stuff like that. But now he's moving. And it's a shame because, you know, me, I'm struggling. I'm struggling with my computers here. They're frying, I don't know, they're just frying everything between viruses and blocking the signal on my iPad, you know, with the Wi-Fi. No. They're jamming everything, basically, even my cell phone. You know, it's like the same thing that they're using. Well, we got to work at it, you know, and shielding is one of them, yeah. and we just haven't figured it out. Yeah. You know? It's like one But, thing. I mean, I'd be glad to talk to John. Yeah. Uh, you know, to me, you, you don't block, you know, alliances. Yeah. No. So, exactly. you thing. know. we gotta we got to stick together. That's the bottom line. You know, honestly, we've had a good call going with Jeremy, David. They're not all on. Right now, but uh, you're also very bright. We'll all get together. Yeah. Those of us who can do, will do. Okay. Well, you know, let me read you this about pulse LEDs. That's going back to like the signal generator, the pulse signal generator. Yep. Is when operated continuously, an infrared LED might have a maximum current of 100 milliamps. When driven by brief pulses of current, the same LED may safely accept huge 10 amp pulses. LEDs can go from very little electricity to very huge electricity. The other thing that they can do is you can set up a little uh, solar panel, one of the little teeny ones, connect it to a frequency analyzer and and measure the pulse. Yeah. I was actually, I was doing this. I had it hooked up to my lights because... I'm reading about the mercury bulbs and the fluorescent bulbs. They give off um, UV light. They also give off plasma. They create plasma. And they also create infrared light. I'm like, you know, basically they they create so many things. But the main thing was the the plasma and uh, the UV light. Because I, I read, like, I guess, I don't know, a half a century or a century ago, they were taking UV light, focusing it to uh, produce vocals. Let me me say this, you know, even cold plasma can block microwaves. Wow. All right. So, uh, you know, one of of my thoughts was making a chamber, pumping in the gas, and and charging it, and blocking (coughs) the rays coming in. 
you know what? A plasma antenna, Woody Norris created it. He, uh, I saw him because he also created the uh, HSS, the hypersonic sound. I think his company, that, I don't know if it's his company or that's the company, LRAD. But um, the, uh, the plasma... No, it wasn't, a, it wasn't an LRAD. It was the, uh, what do they call it? Uh, shit. I know it's a hypersonic sound, HSS. Yeah, it's hypersonic. You got it, hypersonic sound. And he actually created the plasma antenna. Now, this antenna, he said, can appear and disappear, can be used as, like, multiple antennas in one. It can be used as a reflector or as a uh, as a lens to amplify a signal. It can wow. be used for so many things. Our government bought it couple million dollars and declassified it. Well, what he made was the audio spotlight. We, we bought one. I got one for Ken Rhodes. Yeah. 1400 bucks, like a thousand under what it costs. I'm actually, I'm trying, I was trying to build one as like a demo thing. I wanted to hook it up to a small signal generator and just do it for like, you know, demonstration purposes. Like Amazing One has, it's a small little circuit you can get on the internet for like 10 bucks. If you if you produce this sound and you aim it towards somebody, it can make them nauseous and almost make them puke. No, nah, no. Nah. Well, you know, you know, the country uh, Lone Star, yeah. whatever, yeah. Derek yeah. announced. You know, I've been into this twenty years, right? In the beginning, they wanted to sell that to cops to get back at their enemies. Yeah, it was turning the screws or something, and it was uh. It was that same device, battery powered. Put it under the podium, and, and and the speaker will be wrenching and about you know about to throw up, yeah. uh, you know to get payback and uh, yeah. I couldn't believe they were even writing this, you know, that you know police should attack people, get revenge, uh, you know. And next thing I know, not you know a year year ago or so, I'm reading. Lone Star Technologies wants to help us, which and I'm like, oh my fucking word, you know, wow, wow. you know we're we're being screwed in so many ways. Um, you know the other guy, who's the guy who used to develop this shit? Uh, tra- you know the Static Egg. Uh, you know he was doing the same thing, collecting five hundred bucks, five thousand bucks. And nothing helped anybody. Yeah, yeah. So, and you gotta watch what you buy. That they say it protects you. And what well, seems like with the shielding, you know, a lot of stuff helps, but then they use something else or they turn up the uh, signal. You know, we, we gotta detect the signal. And my my, my buddy uh, who died, Sean. You know, he said, Peter, you need. We're doing the scanning. He says you need to detect the signal. You need to analyze the signal and look at it. And, and what I'm realizing now is that, all right, we, you know, when we're doing the scanning, we get signals from all over the place. And, you know, we weren't analyzing them at all. And what we need to do is analyze them. And, and now I'm only trying to understand what is pulsed, what is modulated. And that's what Trower talked about. It's pulsed modulated frequencies that affect our body and change things and affect us. 
So, you know, that's why I'm I'm looking at these military signal generators and that's what they do. Yeah. And and I'm trying to understand. Uh I know pulse modulated frequencies can be a weapon. Yeah. yeah. These go back to the fifties. Wow. So, I mean, is that what we're doing or were well, they com- communication? I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But that's what I'm reading right now. Uh, I looked. Yep. I looked at them today on, on eBay, and they pulse modulated, time delayed. Uh, I think they were weapons. I really do. Uh, I don't think the the people actually understood. I don't know how effective the weapons were. But it, it looks like they were weapons. Yeah. Oh, what you were saying about Medusa, it seems like they they just put like a bigger range on it, you know, for the signal generator. Well, Medusa, yeah, you know, I mean, you know what V2K is. Have, have you studied it? No, they basically, they did that to me twice in the beginning, and then they haven't done that to me. They do like the tinnitus and, you know, I mean, you you don't know if it's a V2K. You, in other words, you don't know if it's S-quad or V2K. But, I, you know, I studied V2K in the beginning. Actually, some people, doctors sent it to me. They didn't think I, could, I knew shit, you know? And they said, well, you know, what do you think of this? And they sent me uh, James C. Lynn's work on V2K using the spherical model. And little did they know, I used all those equations to make parabolic dishes and everything else. And I, I totally understood them. I knew exactly what each one meant. And what it was was to hit the brain, hit the head with, you know, microwaves causing a rapid thermal expansion. Now comes into the equations I studied. It's basically a parabolic dish. Yeah. It sends that shockwave to the center of the brain and affects the the what the cochlea or whatever, you know? Yeah. And and then the equations were the equation of a of a circle. And then the derivative was you know well actually with the the first equation was the equation of the sphere you know, sphere of of the volume of a sphere. And then they took the derivative of that, and it was the area of a circle. And they took the derivative of that, and it was the circumference of the circle. And I saw they were using calculus. They were using human brains, uh, cat's brains, different circumference, you know. And and I could see exactly what the fuck they were doing, you know. They were using the shape of the head as a parabolic dish to send the signal amplified to the center of the brain where the main instruments of hearing were there. Wow. You know, and these guys are trying to ask me, do I know what's going on? Yeah. And I'm like, you don't know what's going on. <laughs> you know? That's. A, I mean, it seems like, you know, they are projecting the signals into me because, like, even with my cell phone, I think they put... Whatever frequency my cell phone's running off of the signal, when I pick up my cell phone, it'll drop like two or three bars. Like I'm almost jamming my own cell phone with that, you know, with my touch to the cell phone. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. They're way advanced now. So where, where do we go? Where do we go? We need to detect. We, we need a spectrometer. We oh. need to see many signals peaking at the same time. Realize what those signals are. Analyze each one because they're used in broad spectrum. Yeah. And, you know, I'll be honest. They're probably way beyond that. Let's face it. They got billions of dollars. Yeah, and they had decades to do this. And, like, when they hit me, they even jammed two ATMs that I went to. All of a sudden, they were disabled. I think they were sending the pulses in through me to jam it, like, through the touch almost. Well, I I think if we could jam a few of this coming in. That's the thing. That we will really disrupt them. That's the thing. And actually, about the Schumann Resonance. I tried with, like, radios and stuff like that, and the thing is, I'm just afraid if you do the Schumann Residence at 7.8, they're going to inject their frequency at whatever to make it like a pain ray instead of, you know, a, a good uh, frequency. Well, you, you know something? I, I, I still think the Schumann Residence is good. I, I got brain and training. I've had to pull off the highway and sleep. Yeah. All right, but we need a signal generator. Uh and from what I understand is we need to create uh we need to make a coil, we need to create a collapsing magnetic field within a mu metal to kick out an H wave that reacts with our nervous system. In other words, you know, we can do it with a magnetic wave with high power, but that's not really healthy for us. Yeah. Doing it the way I just said can take a little battery that lasts a year or two and and do the same thing you know and and really we got to get there we really have to get there yeah and once we once we do i don't think they can interfere with it yeah it's an h-wave you know from what i understand from dr becker it should work if it don't we deal with it right yeah yeah listen at least you know we're trying we're heading the right way yeah. Hey, this this was my easy day, and I gotta go. So, you know, we'll, we'll talk again. You got my number, right? Yep, yep, yep. And uh, no, definitely, we'll try and meet. We'll try and do something like in Connecticut or something like that. We'll meet halfway. So, well, you know what? We're also, them. doing is we get the Massachusetts group. We talk. We, we get got together with people in Connecticut. You know, New England's so small, and uh. Next time we have a meeting, we'll have you come, right? All right. All right, Antonio. All right, take it easy. Good talking to you and everyone else. You too. Bye-bye. Does anyone know if that ISA Act is still up and going? I'm not sure. Was Neil on the call at all tonight? Yep. Okay. This gives it too. Neil Lynch gives it. Oh, nice. Yeah, I said something to uh, to Pete about the garage door opener. I, I read something how they hacked that. <clears throat> Basically, they used like a two kilohertz uh, transmit transmitting. <laughs> 
with a carrier frequency of 390 megahertz. And if they hack that signal, they basically that's how they control that. Like they've been doing with my mother's car. And actually, I got to get the receipt because I knew they hacked in through the uh, door remote. And every time I went to open up the door, the fuse would pop. And this happened like 10 times. So I said, I'll just take the fuse out and leave it out. You open up the doors manually. So now they ended up getting into the uh, circuitry where you turn the key, the whole the whole car was dead. Nothing lit up. And, you know, my mother, she doesn't drive far. She drove down to the bank. This happened. Brought it to the mechanic. He didn't know what was going on. Uh, like a week later, he did some things, charged a couple hundred bucks. It was working. A week later, same thing happened. Car died. Three times they did that. Actually, they did it about five times. And, like, the one time the dashboard did light up, nothing turned over. I did this, like, 15 times. I had my niece come out. She's turning the key. I'm looking at the car. I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, I'll leave it till somebody comes home. I'll just jump start it. So I'm like, right before my, my brother came home, and I'm like, let me just try it and see if it works. Starts right up. All of a sudden, they throw a pulse in there. The lights, All the lights started flashing. They were just flashing on its own. And I'm like, let me just drive the car home. I get it home. I started it. It started up. Next day, my father goes to start it. won't start. So it almost seemed like they hacked in. <laughs> To the uh, remote control for the uh, for the car, and now the this mechanic he's basically redoing something with the door remote. But I want to get the uh, receipt so I have evidence that this thing was hacked in through the through the remote. Right. You know, so I'm trying to build up little evidence here and there, but it's like I don't know. I still don't know how they do it. It seems like they're almost sending the signal in through me to jam everything. I'm on my iPad. All of a sudden, I can't get on. You know, they block the signal, and I'm trying to figure it out. I mean, my cell phone kind of gives it away because when I pick it up, this, the signal will go dead almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I try to touch uh, the screen on the smartphone, yeah, <laughs> you know, sometimes it'll go off. Yeah. You know, and it's like I have to change hands and... Try to yeah. use a different finger and everything. Yeah, actually, I'll touch both both I, I, I like screens on my on my cell phone and on my iPad. The same thing. I'll go to move, you know, the page, and it won't do anything. Like they're jamming my touch to the screen, kind of deal. Yeah, same here. Neil, are you still on? Can you see on your screen uh, who's on, Antonio? No, I'm actually, I'm just on the phone. I'm, yeah, I'm, me too. I kind of just gave up on computers. I don't know, my laptop <laughs> I had for two two months, they fried the battery. My right. Here, I disconnected, I disconnected the internet line to be like offline completely. They still hacked into the computer, threw a virus in there. I had to reset the computer back two days. Um, yeah, they basically, they fried everything. My, you know, I didn't have a cell phone for a while, so I'm using my camera. You know, it's basically as my father, he likes cameras, so it's like one of his older ones, but as a digital display. I'm using that, they start targeting that, like the side of it starts getting hot when I'm doing oh, the gosh. videos. So it's like all my electronics, they basically fried. I got a whole, I got a big box of electronics as evidence. I don't know, they just fried too many things. It's like four power supplies on my computer in one year. Right. It's like they just keep blowing up everything. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. 
Well, well you're lucky that you still have family because, like, my family, <clears throat> um, the ones that are still left are a part of this, and they're very, you know, toxic. I mean, really toxic, like not good at all. Um, this one lady was telling me not to go. Uh, this was years ago when my sister was saying that, like, out of the blue, she wanted me to come for the holidays. And uh, this woman said, don't go. She said, it's a setup, and she'll poison you. And I laughed because I thought, you know, that's just so far out there. But now I see that she knew what she was talking about. <laughs> I mean, anyway, so it's good that you have family, you know. It, it, it's horrible when you're completely isolated. Yeah, if, if I bring this stuff up, like my father got on a call last week, I don't know if you heard, and he's yeah, yeah. screaming, and he's totally manipulated. Like, listen, I love him to death, and I know they're doing it to him, too. It's like I tried showing my friends the video of my phone getting hacked into, and they hit my friends with the induced sleep. They're passing out with the phone in their hand. Wow. So they, they finish watching the video, and then, you know, a half hour later, I asked the one guy, Matt, and he's like, what video? Like, he didn't even remember he was looking at, you know, that I was showing him the video. His head just kept bobbing as he held on to the phone. They were hitting That's him with incredible. the induced sleep. They did that to me. I crashed my car. I almost died. I didn't realize yeah. I was getting targeted. I fell asleep, like, twice at, at the wheel, actually. One was at a light, thank God. The other one, I was driving, and I was driving down the hill right to my house here. It's a 45-degree angle. It's about a quarter mile. I basically ghost rode down the hill. If I didn't have the seatbelt and the um, the airbag, I would have been dead. I, I Basically, I crashed into a tree straight on. I totaled the car. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, they they did. They almost killed me so many times that that's why. I'm, right now, I'm not afraid to die, you know. It's like they, uh, I keep telling them, you better strike me down now because I'm going to keep coming. Now I'm getting healthier and... I'm not one to back down, I'll tell you that. Well, they've neutralized me. <laughs> I don't have any more fight left. You know, they were doing that with me with the left eye, too. And um, the guy that was on um, on the uh, Saturday call, um, I don't know if it was the nutritionist or... He's very knowledgeable with all this stuff. Like, I actually was taking uh, MSM. I think it's like a, it's like, I think it contains sulfur in there, and he said to soak that in water and then basically make eye drops out of that. And he says it kind of, like, rebuilds your eyes. And I was mm-hmm. trying that out, and it seemed like it was working a little bit. Well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, I did everything. Like, Neil helped me out with my, you know, with my gut. I had intestinal bleeding and all that. He said to digest the enzymes. I was taking that. I started taking a mineral supplement. And uh, for the brain, I was taking amino acids. And that's actually helping me out because they had my brain so toasted that I couldn't even remember my name at one point. Right. Yeah, Neil is very intelligent. He knows a lot, yeah. a lot about the nutritional stuff and everything, too. Actually, the bleeding thing was more like I was taking zinc, but I basically didn't have that balance of zinc and copper in my body. I think I had, like, no copper left. Yeah. And then Connie told me, you know, 
like back in the day, they used to boil water in uh, in copper bowls and stuff like that. You get some of the copper uh, nutrients out of there right. or, or minerals. So I actually took it a little extent further. I took a shot of bourbon and I dipped some uh, copper cable in there. <laughs> it up nice and did a shot of that. And, you know, every night I did a shot of that, and I think it actually... It almost seemed like there was an explosion down there, and then, like, now I'm back to par. I'm like, I have no problems with that anymore. Wow. Yeah, because I was, I was in bad shape. Like they been... I need to call Connie. I haven't talked to her in a long time. She hadn't been on the call. Yeah, she's still down in Maryland. Um, she's dealing with, uh, I don't know, a lot of litigation stuff down there, and she wants to come back up, so. Yeah. Busy doing work down there. I mean, she even got a little taste of my father. She had to call the, the house number here, and then my father got on. He's like, hi, can I speak to Antonio? And I caught the ending of it. And he's like, no, you got the wrong number. I was hang up the phone on her. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Is your dad Italian? He's Sicilian. That's the thing. Sicilian, I, yep. Yeah, I call him. <clears throat> yep, yep, yep. He's testadura, thick-headed. I'm kind yeah. of... Hey, so we always bang heads. Like the one the last week on Neil's call, he got on there and started screaming and yelling, hanging up the phone like five times. That's why it's like, yeah, I heard, I heard. But but it's funny because I went through that too, um, where I had friends um, that were, you know, their dads were Sicilian and they were on the East Coast and they did that too. They're like, uh, there's no Enzo here. Click. You know, and I'm like, uh, you know, they'd call and be like, how come you didn't call? And I'm like, I did. And your dad said there's no one's out there. <laughs> you know, and just different people. I you felt know, bad because like, thank God I caught the end of You know, he was basically hanging up on her, like not even giving him uh, her a chance to talk. And I was like, thank right. God I picked up. You know, she called in the afternoon. Right. I'm like, oh, my God. I, I was a pie. She was That's actually- funny. Yeah, just laugh at it. He was laughing a little bit, too. I mean, that's how, listen, that's how strong this technology is. Because he, you know, he still thinks, he's still brainwashed to think that I'm nuts. And it's like, that's why, it's almost my mission. Like, I don't even want to thank you, Adam, or anything, you know. I don't want him to say I'm sorry. I just want him to look at me and be like, you know, my son is not nuts, basically. That's all I want. And he knows that. He knows that I'm a smart kid. And it's like, but he's seen the past four years since they've been hitting me. You know, he's like, he doesn't know what happened to me kind of deal. And it's like, I don't know. That's why yeah. I, I try not to argue with them and, you know, let them be. My mother, you know, she's Italian also. And it's like, they're both, uh, they, they don't believe it. You know, right. they don't think somebody would do this to somebody else. That's the thing. Even my friend Jim that came to the meeting, same thing. He's very religious, still goes to church. He's a year older than me. He's 44. Um, he's very book smart, but he's not street smart. And I'm like, Jim, there are people. Like, his father was a cop of my town. He's he's basically like my second brother kind of deal. Yeah. And, you know, his father was like almost my second father. You know, he's a funny guy. He was a great guy. He comes to the meeting, and he's like, still a non-believer he's like listen you know he's like i go to psychologists maybe you should go to you know just to talk to him <laughs> there's no drug in the world that's going to stop an electronic weapon hit me i'm like right. 
Oh, there's nothing in the world. And they do the do sleep to him. You know, I'll be hanging out with him. We'll be having a couple of drinks at his place. All of a sudden, he'll pass out with a drink in his hand sitting on the couch. Just a head down, like Bob down. Like, I'm in the middle of conversation with him. And it's not even that, you know, it's not even that late. It's like, say, 11, 30, 12 o'clock. Mm-hmm. We usually hang out till 3, 4 in the morning. And right. He'll be just, like, head over with the drink in his, like, he's still holding the drink in his hand, you know, big cup or whatever. And uh, just, like, passed out. And I'm like, Jim, wake up. Jim, wake up. And they've been doing this to him, it seems like, for years with me. Whenever I'm talking to them, it's like they like to do that. Whenever I'm talking to people, all of a sudden, just like his cousin, I'm showing him the uh, the video clip, and he passes out right in the middle. Like, that actually would have turned his head a little bit and be like, oh, they are hacking into your phone. You know, it's not just your phone or whatever. Right. And then, asked him a half hour later, he didn't even remember anything about me showing him a video. That's incredible. Yeah, so they're influencing everybody around me, and it's like, you know, I mentioned it to my brother, sister-in-law, and, you know, the kids, my my nieces and nephews, I don't want to be mentioning this stuff to, but it almost seems like they have to know about it because there there are people. Like my friend Jim, he thinks, oh, you know, everybody, I used to think the same way. I always, you know, was friendly to everybody. I gave everybody the benefit of the doubt. If they're going to you know, tread on me, I'll give him a little bit back, but it's like, he thinks there's no people in the world like this, you know, nobody would do something like this to somebody else, and I'm like, Jim, wake up, just wake up, because there are people out there like this. Right. And it's kind of sad, I mean, these people are, you know, I say, I always say they're pathetic. You know, they can't do this to your face, but they're going to hit you with a weapon and and inflict pain on you and have you almost commit suicide or hurt somebody else or, you know. It almost seems like they get a kick out of, uh, you know, us dying, kind of, or us hurting somebody else or killing somebody else. And it's like, that's how sick these people are. That's right. When they get somebody to kill themselves, they have a celebration called a hang job party. Yeah. And they all celebrate and they get bonuses and stuff. That's really, yeah. really sick. Exactly. And that's the thing. It's like they almost killed me at least a dozen times. There were times, you know, I went down to LBI. I think I told Neil this. I went down to LBI with my uh, brother, sister-in-law, and uh, my nieces and nephews. We, we rented out a place for a week. On that Saturday, I let them do their business, and I just went to the beach. And twice, I didn't know I was getting targeted at the time. I'm in the ocean. I'm like a fish out of water. I'm in the ocean, brown. I'm trying to get out of the ocean. All of a sudden, my legs are vibrating so much, I had to crawl out of the ocean twice they did this to me. And the one time, I almost drowned. The other time, I was a little bit calmer, so it wasn't as bad. But, of course, when I'm by myself, there was no lifeguard around either. Because I went, like, down by the, um, there's, like, the uh, the inlet right there. And, um, yeah, they almost basically drowned me twice there. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Now now I know that I was being targeted like that, you know. And there's so many, there's so many other times that they almost freaking killed me off. And now, now that I think about it, I'm like, wow, you guys are cowards to do this to somebody else. You can't do it to their faces, but you can hit them with a weapon and try and kill them. 
And I used to do high-rises in the city, and I had a couple of scares where, you know, a, a barrel of oil, you know, a 50-gallon drum, they're lifting up at the crane. The thing crashes like five feet away from me through the deck and almost kills me. Wow. Sounds like you have some guardian angels around you. You know what? Yeah, I got a... <laughs> I say I'm like a cat. I got nine lives, but I think they already killed off those nine. I think I'm like two cats in one. <laughs> so, like I, I'm not, a, I'm not afraid to die, and that's the thing. I think that's, you know, uh, I'm, I'm coming after them full effect. I'm gonna try and do everything I can, and I don't care. I keep telling them, you better strike me down now because I'm coming after you. I got little evidence here and there, but. I want to get going with this electronic stuff here. The thing is, they keep frying everything, or they play with it. It seems like it's working, and all of a sudden, it's not working. Yeah. And they had decades to perfect this stuff. It's like, you know, we're all, I don't know. For me, it seems I'm doing a lot of catch-up. But I'm catching on quick. So can you speak Sicilian? I could speak Italian. Actually, in college, I had a free elective and a language left, and I used to speak with my grandmother, Italian all the time, Sicilian. Right, but there's there's the Sicilian dialect, though, that's different than northern Italian. Yeah, my father was from Colasano. He had a sick... uh, I understood it. I just never spoke it. Like, I, I took four years in high school... In college, I didn't take anything, but then I had a free elective in language, and I went to Italy in uh, 99, and basically, um, I was there for a month in July, and studied, wow. studied in Florence for three weeks, and then a week in Rome. Yeah, when I almost I got arrested, that. that was like the second day there, and I couldn't believe that. The cops are coming up, accusing me of like robbing a street vendor. All of a sudden, the street vendor comes up on a bike. He's pointing at me and my friend. My friend doesn't speak a word of uh, Italian. He was like a beginner in Italian. Mm-hmm. God, I understood what they were saying, and I'm like, I'm like, you know, you know, I didn't rob anybody. I'm saying, you know, no, no, rubato, you know, niente. And uh, he's looking at me, and he's like, you know, all of a sudden the guy pulls up, and I'm like, you know, I even told him something. And then the cop asked me, where are you from? I'm like, you know, Sono Americano. He's like, ah, Americani. He's like, ah, Americans. He's like, get out of here. So it was almost like a little trap that they play. Like the cops show up. This guy shows up, just accuses anybody. If I didn't speak Italian, I, uh, like I said, I think we'd still be in jail right now. That's why I'm kind of afraid to go to another country. I'm like, if that happened there in Italy... But, I mean, I had that was, like, the worst part about it. The, the, the rest was awesome. I mean, I saw Pope John Paul, you know, when we were in Rome. Um, we traveled. Basically, we did a lot in Italy. We went to all the museums and everything, and, you know, I studied there for a little bit. That was, you know, I would love that. That would yeah, make me so no. happy to go to the museums and, <clears throat> you know, go to different places in Italy. I really want to do that. It was and actually, that was when it was the lira, and with airfare, room and board, uh, two meals a day, all the museums and everything, it only cost me $500 to go. Like, wow. You can't even, I mean, now it would probably be like at, at least a couple thousand dollars to do that. 
I don't know what oh, that yeah. since it's a euro. But my friends are pushing me, and, you know, my parents promised me years ago, but my father, you know, never took a day off of work. And, you know, my mother, once, you know, we were born, you know, she, she basically stayed at home. And, um, you know, we never made it there. So it was like, I'm glad I took that opportunity and went there. You know, it was, a, it was one of the best things I did. Mm-hmm. What kind of work did your dad do? Uh, he was a union carpenter in the city doing uh, skys- skyscrapers. He basically, the only time I ever saw him cr- shed a tear, he helped build the Twin Towers, and then he watched them collapse from, like, uh, 38th Street. Wow. And he got trapped in the city with all that, and that was, like, the only time I ever seen him, like, shed a tear. It's it's very, very rare to ever see a Sicilian cry. I mean, you know, especially the old school. Yeah, so, he did. It's amazing you even got to see that. <laughs> yeah, he did 50 years of work in construction. They actually, I mean, for Union Carpenters, it's not, I mean, he was a super at the end, but they actually, he got like a gold card because, you know, when you do 50 years or more, they give you a gold card, and it's like very rare that you see, like I said, I don't even think he missed a day of work in all those 50 years that he worked. Like, that, wow. that was his mentality. Mm-hmm. Now he's enjoying life. I mean, except for me, like he sees, <laughs> you know, he's like, what happened to my son kind of deal, and, you know, and he's nuts, and, you know, I don't know. How many siblings do you have? Uh, one older brother. He's 44. That's it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I say he's the good son. I'm, I'm the bad son. I'm not married. He's, you know, he's married, and he's got three kids. He lives like two towns over from me. Yeah. You're not the bad son. You're the target. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, I'm learning that the whole. You hard. didn't choose it. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Listen, I I wouldn't I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. Oh, I would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's one thing I definitely have to work on is forgiveness. You know, they say you got to forgive people and all that, but oh, some of the stuff I've been through. You know what, to a certain extent, I say, I tell these people, you know, you know, wait until we get our hands on you. I'm going to let, you know, I don't know. Uh, First of all, they're going to get a nice beat down before they go to jail, I'll tell you that. (laughs) But I just want to, at this point, I definitely believe, I definitely believe in God. And he, he says, vengeance is mine. I will repay. And yeah. so it's like, you know, that's the whole thing is that he is going to repay. And every time that they're, you know, hurting you, they're going to have it tenfold. And they're going to so much wish, you know, on their day of judgment that they had, you know, chosen a different path. Unless they, you know, snap the heck out of it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Listen, I'm like, I'm to the point where I just want to see justice, you know. I want to see our freedom back. That's all I Absolutely. care about. You know, that would be nice. I know these people, once we catch up to them, like if we do catch them, they're just going to turn it off and hide and, you know, because that's the cowards that they are, it seems like. They, you know. But I just want to get our freedom back. Yeah. 
It's, like it's my, just too big, though. It's just too big when you realize, you know, it comes out of the executive branch and trickles down. It's like, you know. Yeah, exactly. I believe and then. And then that the, you know, whole media is controlled and owned. And, I mean, the corruption is so deep and so layered and so protected that I just don't know. Well, I see that with the media, too, because I, I called up, um, you know, I, I stopped by Channel 4. I left the guy at the desk a note, and he said, oh, yeah, someone will call you tomorrow. Nobody called. And I called up Channel 7 today. Actually, I wrote a little email to him. And this is early this morning. I didn't hear anything so far. I want to see what happens tomorrow. But it almost seems like, yeah, it's uh, another roadblock there. You know, and that's just with the cell phone. I was going to mention this, and then either what I was leaving or the next day, say that I'm also being targeted by the same technology or something similar, at least by the same people. Because they basically... It's what? Uh, I, I was going to say, like, first I was going to talk about the cell phone, but then I was going to mention how I'm being electronically harassed by the same people, you right. know, afterwards. Like, I want them to get this on, on uh, you know, put it out on the news and see, you know, because it shows uh, a pulse clearly coming into my phone. And, yeah. it, you know, it's some crazy pulse, and it's like I'm picking it up at the tri-field meter. If they see that, I want them to see that, then the next day I'll call them up and be like, or write him an email saying that I'm also being electronically harassed by the same technology and the same people. Yeah. And being tortured. Because if I say that right off the bat, they're probably not going to do anything with the video, I'm sure. Well, I think if you're going that route, it'd be good to be prepared with some of the patents, you know, print it out and everything, or send it to them um, about the actual uh, military patents and... Um, all that for the technology and, you know, just the evidence, present them with evidence that this stuff really goes on and exists in the program and all that. Yeah, I do have some patents that I printed out. I don't know if it was for um, a hypersonic sound or, yeah, our military has so much. And actually it seems like uh, the guy Woody Norris built like two things for him, a hypersonic sound and, um, and a plasma antenna. Yeah. That they de- declassified, which is kind of funny. I mean, if you can make that antenna appear and disappear anywhere, that thing could be floating in the sky. You could use it as a, a receiver, a transmitter, or a reflector. There's so many possibilities that you could use it for. And they mm-hmm. ate, they bought it for a couple million and uh, declassified it. And. Woody Norris is kind of like, you know, he was just building this stuff because he, he liked it. He didn't know it was going to be used for something bad, you know. He even built a sonogram, and it only had noise. Yeah. And whoever bought it off of him added the video to it, video with noise. Mm-hmm. And that works off of uh, ultrasound. That's the thing. It's like I always loved electronics, but now I'm seeing that, you know, especially what we're getting hit with, that people are using it for the wrong reasons. You, there's so many good things you could do with this technology that they're using, but they're, they're torturing innocent American people. I know. 
most of the people that invented this technology were doing it for the good of humanity and then got hijacked. That's what happened. Yeah. I yeah. I believe there's a good and bad in everybody. You know, you have good, you know, there's, uh, there's always a couple of bad eggs that spoil a bunch kind of deal. And that's what it seems like. It's, you know, I don't know. Everybody, you know, I, I spoke to the FBI. I spoke to the FCC. I don't know if, if these people disconnected me like they, um, you know, zapped my phone and I got disconnected with the FBI or they just hung up on me. The FCC, it's like talking to a brick wall. Four times I, I spoke to them about this. Oh, yeah. do you want to file a complaint against T-Mobile? No, I don't. I actually want you to investigate this. We we don't do that. We can only have you file a, a complaint against T-Mobile. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You're supposed to be <laughs> you're supposed to be controlling the air the airways the frequencies. It, it's almost like they're they're drug dealers and they just sell the stuff, and they're like, ah, oh, you can do whatever you want with it. We're not going to encrypt it. We're not going to protect it. You know, anybody can hack it. And that's what I was trying to get my point to uh, to her. I was like, so you're telling me I could hack satellites, I could hack the cell phone towers, I could basically hack anything, and you guys are not going to do anything about it. I told her, I'm like, I'm not that type of person. I, I have a good heart. Like, whoever's doing this to me, that's what they're basically doing, and they're ruining my life, and you're not going to do anything about it. No. Okay. Well, I thought it was a federal offense. T-Mobile told me it was a federal offense twice to go to you guys. And it's like beating a dead bush. Yeah, that's because of how high up it goes. Yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, the president of the FCC even... There, there was an article on the internet where he said that Russia and China have this technology, this stingray, and they're using it illegally. So they know about it. It's like, you know, what are they doing about it? It seems like they're, they're letting them do whatever. So sooner or later, I mean, the more... Listen, I say if you try to get through one, it's definitely worth trying. You know, that's like Pete going to the bioethics committee. Keep going and going. I know he gave up. I know he's probably tired of doing it, but if you keep drilling them and drilling them and they keep seeing you there, just like Pete was saying, sooner or later it's going to get through to them that we are seeing people you know, they see us all the time there, and, you know, that's why I commend Pete for keep, you know, keep trying, keep going. Absolutely. Because otherwise, if we give up, you know, we're all saying we got to help ourselves. Like, nobody's really, you know, a lot of people don't know about this technology. They don't know it, 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 it exists. And they want to keep it that way. Yeah, but we got to get the word out. That's why I'm going to do do whatever I can. I mean, they always at me. I take one step forward, two steps back. And I tell them, you better kill me now because I'm coming. We're all coming after them. 
It's not even coming after. I just want my freedom back. I want my life back. Yeah. Wait, the last two left um, left on the call. I'm just on my phone. Yeah, so am I. I don't know if there's anybody else. Can you see the moon right now? I'm wondering if you can see if it's south where you are. Um, it's see. like um, it's not east or west. It's just south. Okay. Let me see. I gotta go outside. I usually have a nice bright star out there. Right. <laughs> Man-made. Yeah, exactly. I even pointed out my brother. He's like, oh, that's just a star. I'm like, it's ten times brighter, and it comes out when it's still light out. Right. Like, I don't think it's a star. Yeah, the people here were like, oh, look, it's the northern star. And it's like, that's not the northern star. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, that's what I say. It's like it's not in the northern area. Uh, it's kind of cloudy. Uh, actually, wait, it's over. Yeah, it's kind of like to the west for me. Yeah, it's a little bit cloudy out. Uh, it's almost a full moon, though. Yeah, it was a full moon like last night and the night before. Okay. Um, but it's just strange that it's that low. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yesterday, I mean, I, I just now came outside and looked at it. I haven't been watching it. Um, but like I was saying earlier, <clears throat> a couple nights ago, it was never in the east. It was never in the east. It rose from the south, and then it set in the west. Yeah. So I just think that's really weird. It's kind of weird. Usually my, my bright star is like right by the moon, too. I have two of them. There's usually one by the moon, and then there's one to the uh, to the east. But it's not the moon isn't real real south right now, to you? Um, it's basically it's pretty cloudy. Like right now, it's covered up. It's kind of like southwest. But it's not overhead, right? No, no, it's like southwest. Yeah. Uh, no, sorry, southeast, sorry. I just don't remember it, you know, being that far south. Yeah, it should be more like southwest kind of deal. Oh, um, or, or straight uh, over, above straight our heads over a little above. More. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's incredible. Actually, it was kind of weird the other day. I guess it was um, 
Governor uh, Scott Garrett. He basically had like an hour podcast, and um, for some odd reason, I don't know, they called up the house here. So I got online. At first, I thought it was kind of spoofed, then I heard him talking. And um, it was basically, it was like uh, the talk shoot, you know, like what we're doing tonight, but it was only an hour episode, and it seemed like anybody can ask him a question. So I did Star 3. You know, they asked me what question I wanted to ask, and, you know, I said something about um, if he knows about electronic harassment and stuff like that, and, of course, everybody else, you know, they were going around New Jersey because he's, like, a couple of towns away from me. I guess, he, you know, he used to live in Englewood. And some people actually asked him about, um, you know, the NSA and stuff like that, and he even said, you know, if you have a problem with... um, government agency let me know so I was almost going to contact him about my cell phone and stuff like that getting hacked into start off lightly and then uh, tell him the rest of the deal later because it seems like he's kind of paying attention I tried the senators in New Jersey and uh, sent them a letter like three times each and then even followed up with a phone call and um, you know the secretaries basically blocked that whole thing they're like, what is it about? I'm like, it's about electronic harassment. Oh, we don't deal with that. I'm like, can you at least give it to him? No, we can't. I'm wow. like, you can't even just give it to him so he can read it. No, we can't. And, you know, um, Cory Booker, he basically went to the high school two towns away from me. I think I even watched him play uh, football. Mm-hmm. And, but no. who is this Cory Booker? What was that? Who is that Cory Booker guy? Yeah, it was. Uh, he's one of the senators. The other senator that basically we we needed to talk to was Menendez in New Jersey, and now he's getting hit with I don't know ten. Um, I don't know. They basically it seems like he's going to get kicked out of office. Ten indictments, or I don't know what happened. He's getting hit with like mm-hmm. ten different charges or something like that. And he actually, that means he probably like, wasn't going along with it. That's usually when they yeah, go after him. That's the thing. It seemed like he was trying to help out, you know, the average person like us. Right. And all of a sudden, he's getting, it seems like he is going to get the boot out of office. And I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> like um, Rick Perry when he was the governor and they opened the borders. Uh, he called in the National Guard since the Border Patrol wasn't doing their job. And he said, you know, we don't need these borders wide open where all these terrorists are coming through and everything. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, he had two felony charges and all, you know, and it's like they were just trying to neutralize them because they're yeah. going to do what they're going to do. Yeah, yeah. Now, Abbott is the governor, and he's saying, you know, that he doesn't like the way this Jade Helm thing is, and he's going to have the Texas Guard uh, supervised what's going on and uh but you know one state going up against the federal government not only the federal government but you know they have the russian and chinese troops here too yeah yeah and that went good thing. that's the thing i was like even with the ims i catcher you know the fbi or the fcc was saying that you know russia and china have this technology and they're using it illegally in the united states and i'm like are you kidding me and it seemed like they're not doing anything about it. 
That's why I wanted to go on the news and spark a little fire under their butt and accuse them of not doing anything about it. I wanted to go to shame on you and, and do it there. Mm-hmm. And see if it sparks up a little uh, a little fire. But like everybody, it's funny, everybody's telling me, ah, just switch companies and, you know, get another phone. And I'm like, the only reason why I'm sticking with this is that this would help me out in the long run. If I catch these people that are hacking into my phone, I catch the people that are zapping me, that hit me with these, uh, you know, weapons. Well, so they can cut. use any company. They, you know, it doesn't matter if you switch companies. Yeah. It still follows yeah. you, just like moving. When people yeah. move, it still follows. Yeah, that's true. And the thing is, I called up T-Mobile so many times. They reimbursed me for like six to eight months. They know my whole life story. Like, I complained about this since day one almost. And that's why I'm sticking with them also, because they have my full record there. And I'm like, I'm just trying to... I just want to... Like, I thought the engineers were actually going to track down whoever was hacking into my phone, but meanwhile, they're just checking out their towers to see that they're up and running correctly. And I'm like, are you kidding me? The guy two days ago was saying, yeah, we're doing a 72-hour trace. If somebody hacks in your phone, you know, we'll catch them for you kind of deal. And meanwhile, he's only doing a trace on a tower. I'm like, that's not going to do anything. That's why my last option, I mean, now I could I could go to um, Governor Scott Garrett or, you know, the news. I'm going to try both ends. And then if that doesn't occur, you know, I'm going to switch companies. Get a different phone. But at least I have that full record. So as long as you stay away from the subject and your family, you pretty much get along with them? Yeah, I mean, everything is fine. It's only when, um, you know, uh, something happens with that and it's like, you know, I try and show them or, you know, it's funny. If I go upstairs, you know, my father's watching TV, all of a sudden they zap the television where it like freezes. And, you know, a couple of times I mentioned to him, see, he's at the TV, and all of a sudden that just sparks a huge argument. I'm like, all right. So now I kind of learned, you know, I try not to say anything. But they got him where, like, you know, they're out right now. They actually, they like going to uh, to gamble a little bit to get out of the house. And then they come home. My father, he marches right down. That's what happened uh, last week. He came right downstairs. They got him so brainwashed to come downstairs to see if I'm on if I'm on the phone. And then he starts screaming. And last week he ended up getting on there. And, what are you doing, daughter? Uh, cursing and Well, screaming. you can use your cell phone, right? Yeah, now that I have my cell phone, yeah. I mean, that's why if he does come home, then, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to be getting off the call. I actually called with the house phone. But I didn't have my cell phone for like two weeks. So I was like, that was the only thing... Uh, I could use, and they just had him, like, hounding me down. Anybody called, he's picking up the phone right away, you know. They got him so brainwashed with that, you know. 
Ah, oh, stop talking to these crazy people. I'm like, soon he's going to understand that, I, you know, when the truth comes out, like I said, he's going to be able to smile again. Because right now they're, you know, they basically got him brainwashed to think that I'm nuts. Yeah. And believe me, they they stuck with me, you know, this long. It's like he even said a couple times the past week, you know, oh, you know, you're getting, I'm going to kick you out of here and stuff like that. And I'm like, uh, that would be the worst thing possible for me right now. Yeah. I, I, he knows that. And that's why they end up, you know, they go out for a couple hours because they know I'm sitting here, you know. He comes downstairs. What are you still doing on a computer? What are you doing there building? He's like their eyes kind of deal. Like they got him so brainwashed that, you know, he comes down and he complains about everything that I'm doing down here, trying to build electronics to like track this stuff down. And But the cell phone, he told me 10 times to get rid of it. Go to a different company. It's the phone. I'm like, it's not the phone. <laughs> That's why I'm on kind of a mission, you know, do something about this because, you know, I'm not going to sit there and take this. I'm not the one to have somebody, like, push me around and just uh, sit there and take it, I'll tell you that. And, I, you know, I keep telling these people, you better kill me now. You better fry me with this thing. Because I'm going to try everything in my power to to come after you. I'm going to look it up on the phone, see how many people are on. Okay. If it'll let me. Sometimes it won't let me go to talk to you on the phone. Oh, okay. Did you no, get they're on? not. Oh. Hello? Oh, good. You're there. Hi, Karen. Hi. How many people are on? I don't know. I'm not looking at the computer. Oh, okay. How you doing, Karen? Yeah, it's not. So... so <clears throat> that's just some, someone telling a story about telling the powers that be about our plight. I know. What was that again? I didn't hear you. I'm just wondering, was a young woman that was speaking earlier about uh, how she couldn't get 
the police department to help her either. We also seem to be behind this plan as well. I just wondered if she had any correspondence from that person in the group who responded in such a way to us if they're there. I got on kind of late. I even forgot today was Wednesday. Yeah. What's this call number? This call number? What's the code? Yeah, the code. John uh, 92703. No, I'm sorry, what? This is Niels. It's 137190. Thanks. Yeah, I didn't hear that conversation you're talking about, Karen. No, neither did I. I got on around, I guess, 11 o'clock or something like that. What time is it um, socially back here? Because there's seven of us on. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.